0: Blog Talk Radio. All I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front. My face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl, and one crib, one God to show me how to do things his son Sunday, pure like a cup of virgin blood. Mixed with 151, one sip'll make a nigga flip. Writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence. So I'm gon' body this hood. Politics is Leave bodies chopped up in garbage. Seeds watch us grow up and try to follow us. Police watch us roll up and try knocking us. One. I duck, could it be? My time is up with my love I got up. The cop shot again. Bust stop glass burst. A fiend drops a kid again. Ricochet in between the spots that I'm hiding in. Blacking out, I shoot back, Fuck getting hit. This is my hood, i am a to rap. To the death of it, to everybody come on. Little niggas is grown, hood rats. Don't abortion your wound. We need more warriors soon. Sent from the star, sun and the moon. And it's like a police chase. A street sweep with the coppers. Sick of kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors. If you really think you're ready to die this is what about. Niggas, time yeah, all I need is one mic.
1: One mic. One mic. One mic. All I need is one, mic. one mic. What's going on with Kusu? Cool, Wake up, king up, clean up, queen up, and stand up. It's your brother Yang and Kuma coming to you today on another Tuesday. Let's talk about it. I'm going to have my man uh, Shaka and the sister Make- Makeda probably tuning in in just a, a few minutes, and I'm definitely going to need them for this topic, because I'm going to throw all of because I know this is going to be a hot show, so I'm throwing all the heat off of me right now. This is not my topic, but it is going to be a wonderful topic, because it has to be discussed. I mean, even if, you know, there's some of us, like, I'm waiting on them to come up, because I don't want to get my, my whole opinion, and I don't even want to do the opening monologue. I think that uh, Makeda probably is best suited and best fitted to do it. But since she's not here, I'm going to step up. Uh, yeah, man. Listen, it has to be discussed. No matter how, in my opinion, of course, ignorant it is that we find. Wait a minute. Okay. There we go. Let me see. That. Right now. Susan Makeda.
2: Yes, here I am, brother. How are
0: you?
1: Okay, okay. I'm well. Is this a different number? Same number? Is this a the same number? number? Oh, yeah. No, okay. See, I'm looking for six six one nine. Man, I have so many numbers going through my mind. All right. The floor yeah. is yours.
2: Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say, hey, you know, I, I did holler at the brother Shaka. Um, he said he was having some trouble because, you know, he's moving around. He's out in the desert whatnot um so he was having some problems getting in but um yeah i I was interested to see how that was gonna go anyway but (laughs) because i know he's he's itching and he's excited about the topic um and it really is something that we need to speak on because we have you know this issue where when things come up we have a um we have we have a a divide that tends to happen um, between men and women between black mm-hmm. men and women um, and it turns into an oppression Olympics um, it turns into an oppression Olympics and who's more oppressed in a, in a situation
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know looking at look and on the heels of the Breonna Taylor case and what's going on and, and how I mean, even I felt this overwhelming kind of, you know, man, I'm not safe, you know, uh, kind of feeling that I think everybody, you know, uh, all women kind of got that message, you know, that I'm not safe. And I think this it's very important because, first of all, we need to understand that it's not, you know, it's not a gender-based oppression that we face. You know, it's not a gender based situation that we're dealing with. It is something that is absolutely, you know, it is unique to us as black people, as Africans. We are we are dealing with this oppression in such a way that it is thorough, you know, and it sweeps us all. It sweeps it sweeps us whether we are women, whether, you know, it's children, whether it's elderly, whether it's men, Young people, old people, like, there's no hiding from this level of oppression that we deal with. It's always, always, always present. And we shouldn't feel at any point that one side of us or our counterparts are less or more oppressed than we are. Never should we feel that way. So um, I just, you know, I really thought it was important to bring it up. And, you know, and let's really talk about it because, you know, we find this, this whole this whole thing of um of us kind of having a um I don't know what you you know like you know the media tends to tends to play on the sensationalism of a story itself as opposed to looking mm-hmm. at the entire you know the the entire story you know everything that goes along with what's going on with us so it's important that we you know that we really do look at things from that from that angle from that political angle and understand that yeah this is this is bigger than you know um, an individual being or an, an individual as a gender being oppressed but this is part of our oppression under colonization. This is part of our oppression in this country, and this is something that we have to figure out. We have to work this out together and it's i mean and, and I know it sounds again it sounds crazy because I'm saying out uh, once out of my mouth that it's it the incident itself is not good. you know what happened to that sister is beyond you know it's it's beyond horrendous. But it is good that we get to see, I think it is important, not good, but important that we get to see it for what it is and Mm -hmm. not, you know, not make the mistake of, because they put out this narrative, you know, like I said in the media that, um, you know, black women are the most most educated or they're this or they're that, which kind of creates this, you know, this narrative, that supposedly we aren't going through the same things that black men are. And I have a really good friend of mine that I always talk to, this, talk, talk to about this issue, and he's always saying he have a black man and black man and black man. I'm like, God, wow, we came over in those ships together. We came over in those ships together. Even when we were belly warmers, you know, we weren't doing so of our own free will. That's not what this is. You know, so you don't don't right. tell me you can't tell me that this is a situation where you know y'all still got it better than us. No, we don't. I don't care how crazy this stuff looks to you. You know, we don't have it better than you. We get killed for nothing just like you do. You know, and I can't say with with what frequency. I mean, I I've been looking at how wrapped up all the efforts have been recently, till I'm like, hey, you know, from. Again, from babies to elderly men and women. You know, I'm, I'm brought to mind um, uh, the elderly woman that was killed. I think she, it was in Atlanta, 92 uh, year old.
1: Yeah, Mother mother Kathleen. My mother. Ka- you know, and it's funny. You, yeah. yeah. it's funny you bring her up because I, you know, not a lot of people remember. Now I remember the brother Kathleen uh, Turner. I believe her last name was, I mean, uh-huh. but I know, know Catherine, Brother Katherine Johnson. Uh, yeah, almost the Catherine same Johnson. issue And, yeah. and I'm going to let you go right back yeah, Cat, Mother Catherine Johnson uh, Informant gives the wrong address A warrant Is uh, executed Wrongly, the mother comes out You know, it's not the best neighborhood in Atlanta I, That I personally know Mother here is intruders mm-hmm. Or people she perceives or believes to be intruders And fires, and I believe it was a 22 You know, and fires A shot and is murdered in our own home So absolutely
2: Right, exactly. So we don't, you know, there is no protection. There is no, and these these cowards, these pigs get off with, you know, with this shit, you know, with, with nothing, with less than a tap on the hand, with less than a smack on the wrist, you know. And it's just, I think it is absolutely horrific that these incidents are happening. But I think that, like I said before, it is so important that these contradictions are raised, and that people can see it, so that we can stop abiding in their narrative that one of us is more important or more valuable to this system than the other. Like the brother said early, earlier, you know. And and to quote Michael Jackson, they don't give a damn about us. You know what I'm saying? They don't really right. care about it. Right. Not none. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you if right. you don't if you don't serve as a symbol. Um, of oppression, if you don't abide under their oppression properly, if you don't, if you're not, if you're not operating for the system in some way, shape or form, you have no value and you're always going to operate for the system in some way, shape or form because even if, you know, even if it's as a symbol that will show, you know, by them murdering you that. Yeah, we you know we gonna we gonna make a an example out of you know dissidents. We're gonna make a we're gonna make an example right. out of that. You know, right. it, it will happen. You will serve this. You know, you will serve the message. You will serve this system. Mm-hmm. You know, under some type of in in some type of way. So, I think it's just really important. Like I said, that we um we understand that, and that, that that's always you know. That's always brought up when things like this come about, because again, a lot of the message gets it gets lost in the sauce when it comes to how it's reported, um, how people perceive it, you know, all of that. Everything is just kind of you know all over the place. So, um, yeah, you know, how do you how, what do you think about it? I mean, this is you know this is a surreal real. Uh,
1: I really wanted to bring it up.
2: I I wanted to bring it up also because, you know, I know that we have a habit. We have a tendency in our community. So much stuff is happening to us all the time to turn the page so quickly on the things that are, that are really going on and that affect us. And we don't, you know, we don't trust the issue. We don't push it. We don't, you know, we don't stay in its ass like, like we should. So that was another reason Mm -hmm. I wanted to, you know, if, it's last week's news, so it's yesterday's. You know, it happened last week, so it's yesterday's Whoa. news. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm tired of us having that kind of, um, you know, that kind of turn the page mentality because, you know, well, it's done, what's done, it's done, and we can't do nothing about it. Like, yes, we can, yes, we can, we can fix mm-hmm. this. You know, and it's gonna take, it's mm-hmm. gonna take all of us understanding that we're in this shit together. We're in the quicksand together. You know what I'm saying now how do we figure out how to pull mm-hmm. you know get get ones out and pull the ones that are left in the quicksand out behind us you know like we got to figure out how to get out this quicksand for real all of us every last one of us but what do you you know what do, what That's do you think of. about it you know the the topic itself itself and you know how how are you processing the whole um processing the verdict of the grand jury first of all i i think that was that was, you know, you know, we have a certain way of looking at stuff. So, I just would like to even hear you express, you know,
1: what you think about that. Hey, um, Wakusu, brother, Wakuzu. Hey. Uh, I, hey. You, you know what? Those are some good. You brought up that was a great opening and, and some good points. You know, I, here's my my thing on it. <clears throat> I think that our whole this, this, like you said, the, the oppression game, uh, the whole gender thing—who's oppressed worse—is just another point. It shows further the deep in of uh, in of uh, the deep effect of colonization upon us, the deep effect of white thinking upon black people. Mm-hmm. Because first, let's break it down, man. Wh- white people don't like their women. White men uh-huh. hate their women. I mean, it's just, it's off in them. I Don't ask me why. I don't have the time nor the mental capacity to try to figure out this savage's thinking, to rationalize what is clearly to me irrational thinking and behavior. But I know, one thing I do know is he doesn't like his women. Uh, And what has happened with black people throughout our history, throughout our struggle and our fight for independence, liberation, and freedom, we have allowed hitchhikers. And so, um... You know, like you said, our struggle is a black struggle, period. We don't, Shaka right. said on the last show, we're not a linear people. We don't do one, two, three. We're, we're, we're a cypher, you know. And in that cypher, when you don't do one, two, three, you don't have rank. You have position. Everybody plays a role. Therefore, the black men and the black women know they just have different roles. It isn't superior and inferior. It's just what we do. This is how our community functions. So there is no competition between us in that. We knew that what we were facing, yeah, black man's oppression is different from the black woman because he's a black man. He had a black woman's oppression and struggle is different from the black man because she's a black woman, but it is both had because they're black, you know, and we can't forget that. So go back to those hitchhikers. You know, when we have those hitchhikers that come in and see our movement and see us fighting for freedom, they say, you know what, let's get into that. So we, for example, the feminist movement, I'll talk about the LGBT movement. And when you notice, when they first start off their movement, they're all in solidarity with black people. Oh, man, they're championing our causes. They're running, they're at everything championing. And then when we allow them to come in and get them, they start easing the language. Woman is the new black. Gay is the new black, you know, but we're so happy to have allies. We don't see right then and there our, our struggle is being hijacked. And then next thing you know, they have a whole movement going on with black resources. You have black women talking about black woman power. You have black homosexuals talking about homosexual power. And we're telling them, look, you can go out and get all the flags you want, when get your rights to marry and everything. At the end of the day, when they kill you, yeah. it's not because of your sexual preference; it's because you're black. Sister, you can get out there and get all the woman power and equal pay to a man. It's not because they killed you because you're a woman. It's because you're black. So I think that, you know, in my conclusion, my whole thing to it is we're unique people and our struggle is unique. Too many times we allow people to come in, um, uh, you know, religions, political ideologies, uh, you know, and everything, even from gender and sexual uh, uh, empowerment or whatever we're, we're calling those movements or they call their movements for equality or whatever they're fighting for. I don't want to trivialize or belittle any movement. I'm just saying what ends up happening, like I said in the beginning, they, they get down with us, they champion our cause, familiarize ourselves with us, then it be, they, their cause becomes synonymous with ours, and then at the end of the day, they have pulled valuable resources from the black cause. We have brilliant homosexuals in our community uh, resources really down for the cause of black liberation. But I do mm-hmm. think they're being misled to champion another cause um, as ferociously and vigorously as you should be championing something that yo know, is that all of us can unite on. Not all of us may agree with your sexual preference, but all of us will agree that we're being oppressed cause we're black. So I, you know, I think that to me to say it all in a nutshell It's just another tactic of division and the way they implement it is our accepting of colonialist thinking. What about you guys? Shaka? you on the line, man. What you think about all this, brother?
3: Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm just listening to all this, man. I'm taking it in. I mean, first of all, I agree with both of your points that you put out there. I mean, the ultimate is that, yeah, we need to understand that what's going down is because we're black, but I can't help as I'm listening. I'm like, damn, Malcolm said this 80 years ago. Why are we still saying this? You know what I mean? Like, Malcolm made it clear, and we're still saying the same thing 80 years later.
4: Right? Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, to me, that that, that gets me over everything. It's like, you know, at this point, like, when are we going to get it? When are we as a people going to get it? Like, like you said, it don't matter what you believe, what you do, they're gunning for you because you're black. Now, what really, you know, bothers me also is the fact that so many people expected justice From this crooked ass system I don't understand it Right. Everybody's saying they're conscious They're revolutionaries They so much this that and the other Like what, what They killed A brother in Georgia And then a week later put their neck on another brother Or vice versa And then three days mm-hmm. after that Killed another brother shot him in the back at Wendy's And then in the same yeah. night shot two other brothers And then a day later shot a sister And then shot another sister So like what do we what, what, It's like master don't want your ass no more God damn it It's time to go That's it it's time to go What, what, what is it they talk about we, we still looking for a reason to hold on to the breast of of, of This oppressor And I know that as a, a deep part of colonialism And that goes into why we have these arguments About the male or the female It's just one more argument to keep us from separating from him altogether.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
3: Exactly.
2: And then again, like, you know, you ask about, you know, the fact that Malcolm said this so many years ago, and now we're looking at, um, you know, we're still looking this in the face, but I, you know, I, Mm-hmm. It's 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 one side of me that absolutely I get that we fight, you know, we fight a propaganda machine that's, you know, way more thorough now <laughs> than it was back yeah, then. Geez. You know what I'm saying? And it's been rolling for so long till, you know, when we when when we were um when our movements were you know completely undermined and they killed so many of our leaders and then they replaced them with puppets. You know what I'm saying? People right. who were disseminating the same propaganda, disseminating, you know, this this colonialist yeah. propaganda in order to put this this narrative in place and make sure that we spread right. it among our own people in such a way that we can't even see what you know what's clearly in front of us. Like this shit ain't hiding at all. It's clearly in front of right, us. Right, right. And I hear this all the time and it's it's really frustrating. I understand don't nobody want to feel like a target, but don't none of us want to feel like a target. Like, this ain't just about this. This ain't just about you. And this is what I find myself, mm-hmm. you know, having to say to certain ones that, you know, that really they buy into that whole line that, you know, um, you know, because Malcolm also said the black woman is the most disrespected, the most, you know what I'm saying, like least value mm-hmm. and, and all of this. He also said that, but it's like yet yeah, this thing this thing is it's not it's still not unique to us, you know what i'm saying like it's it's you it's right. our oppression, it's not unique between us, you know it's not something that we should look at like oh well yeah, you you know you write, you deal with this more and and then we end up, i find we end up blaming the other you know, uh-huh. the other side, our counterpart for not standing up and stepping up and doing what they're supposed to do or what we feel that they're supposed to do according to what's happening to us as opposed to understanding that we all have to fight. It is just as much, I and I, and I feel this for real, it is just as much my place to protect my brothers, my sons, my cousins, my, my good male friends, like, this, it's my place to do that. You know, whatever I got to do, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, and I expect exactly. that my brothers, my cousins, my sons, my, you know, the people that I love and that say that they love me and say that they value me are going to step up and protect me the same way because both of us are targets. We fighting back to but back you, in this you...
3: Thing, not, you know. Indeed. No, you know what the irony is though? <laughs> the irony of it is when the police knocked on this door, this black man did not get up and say, Baby, let's run. This black I mean, man got uh, up and fired back at them. He opened fire absolutely. on them. And now before that it was like, Well, the black man don't do this. Well you got a black man that did that. He did that. Right. Yes. Right. His queen got killed in the process. That's real. That's you know what real. I mean? But that's war but that's warfare. That's warfare. It's mm-hmm. Just because you shot back does not mean we all going to live through this.
0: But right, we exactly. said
3: we getting tired of our our sister uh, Kareen Gaines was killed. No man was there. People said something about that. The other sister I think in Cleveland who had the baby in her hands shot. The man that was in the house didn't do anything. But now you have a man that didn't. And he didn't think twice. He got right up. Right. He waited to see what was going on. He didn't hesitate. He grabbed his thing. Right. and Put the heat on him. And now right. I'm looking at post. Well uh, she would be alive if he wasn't a drug dealer or right. his, uh, the other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like well, right. It wasn't for this. No, but see if he did, if he wouldn't have shot back, then that'd have been a conversation. I just seen a video the other right. day in uh in Maryland, I believe, Delaware. Cop got his sister up against the car and uh he's like, you know, trying to go at the sister about something and she's like, I didn't do anything, I didn't do anything. So a dude got a camera, he's like, Yo, take your hands off of her. Take your hands off of her so he's inching up closer with the camera. Another brother comes from the other side and straight gets in the middle of it and just rips her away. Like, you leave her alone and push the cop. Mm-hmm. And then dudes are telling him, yo, calm down, calm down. But, you know, they got him up out of there. But my point is, I'm tired of people talking about black men don't protect black women or vice versa even. And then when we do step up mm-hmm. to do it, where's the fanfare then? Where's the fanfare then? All right. You know what I mean? You Fine. know what yeah. we need to become is a warrior, a warrior society. Like I study a lot of other cultures, and and one culture that I always keep bringing up is the Vikings. You know the Vikings have what they call Valkyrie, that were the women Vikings, and the Valkyrie mm-hmm. fought hard because their their tradition they leave home and go out and raid for they be going for months. So it's just women there. So the women at the age of five learn how to wield the sword just as good as a man. Did that dominate mm-hmm. her from the role she played? Nope. Did it change anything? No. Nope. But what it meant is when the men ain't there and other men try to come, you had other men say, man, we'd rather fight the Viking than the Valkyrie. You <laughs> know what I mean? We had our own women. You know what I mean? We had our own women mm-hmm. in different cultures in Africa that were no joke.
2: Exactly. So, I mean, exactly.
3: so have to play that game. Everybody needs to know, everybody got to be ready to get it on. You know, and people twist what Malcolm said. Everybody,
2: your kids
3: included. Yeah, Malcolm said, yes, the woman is the most, needs neglected, you know, least respected. But he did not say it was totally the fault of the black man. He was talking about the conditioning of the black man due to the white man and the way he treats his woman and how we have 400 years of having to subjugate our women to even survive. So this became... A thing of subjugation, Joy DeGue talks about the, 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 A self-defense mechanism That turned into a reality That's what Malcolm was talking about
4: That's
0: it. What
3: he's saying is that If it. we get away from that white man's mind Stop thinking like the white man Stop copying the white man We might see value in our women Because he don't value his women So we're doing what he does We're in his house and we're behaving like him So Malcolm was not saying it to right. say it's our fault He's saying wake up black man Wake up black woman Stand up, black man. Stand up, black woman. And like Dr. Clark said, stop being them. Stop being us. We All are right. warriors. Every one of us, from the time you can walk, should be wielded a stick. And understanding that the white man is your enemy and be prepared to fight. Plain and simple. Any other argument at this point? And this is, man, I'm not rambling, but I, I'm, I'm at the point now where it's like fear is a motherfucker. Pardon my language. And I see a lot of fear out there. And people are coming up with all these side arguments because you're really scared of this white man. You're scared to be without this white man, and you're scared of what this white man will do to you when you talk about leaving him. He's got you petrified, and we need to stop being petrified.
0: hmm
1: hmm I know, you know, one of the things that I see, and I'm always, addressing the, I'm always addressing the social, cultural influences on us as a people, and that's one of the things I see. When I see, I don't, when I see us go through our thing as black men and women, I don't really see us uh, saying who's, because I asked a sister one time, and it's always my question, when she say like, men and black men, I say, sister, what power do we have, really, to really oppress you in the sense of that you're equating us when you get in this whole woman's thing, that you're equating us uh, to white men? What you find in a lot of our households it, when we're going at our women is men's frustration at the world, at their inability to live up to what society says manhood is and a woman's frustration at having to probably be that or having a man that doesn't live up to what society... Society says a man has this and that and is in a certain income bracket he can do. He can protect his woman. And they defy what protecting this. So if you're 5'2", mm-hmm. 80 pounds, you shit out of luck. You're not a real man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you said, it's not from that world right. culture. And I personally... Think that black Africans here in America, man, really, we we have a semi-warrior culture. We we will fight. I you know, I just think how we handle our problems. I think we implode. You know, we have to redefine right. that. Yeah, we have to redefine the structure. Of, you know, we have to address the reality that face. Women are making more now. Women are, and if it's by design or whatever, if it's a tactical war strategy, whatever it is, it's a reality. So this whole thing of we have to, like you said, Chaka, you know, you damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you do too much, brother, you're too aggressive. You know, I've been with sisters who get pulled over by the cops. I still get an answer. I'm like, now look at this. Calm down. Please, this and that. You know, and I'm being talked down. And you can be with some sisters like, right. you ain't even amped up. You know, so you, you're damned if you do, oh. damned. On. I think it's a discussion that needs to be had. What are we defining as protect? What does the woman do? Is she the damsel? Is she taking on white woman America syndrome? Is she all of a sudden a damsel? You know, you got that thing in your purse. You were, you were cut above a senseless for calling you a a B or this and that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, at what point of time do you kick in? So, what is protect? What is maintain the household? You know, if I'm not making as much as you, if I work part-time, you know, does it make me a uh, miss? It? And I love this new move of, of a more domesticated role black men are playing. Kudos to you brothers that are really being involved. And, like, you right. know, you ain't doing your thing or – you feel for able to do your thing. You're doing your thing in the crib. You're not there rolling blunts, playing PlayStation, being a little boy. You know, you educating, teaching, getting your babies to school, and doing what you have to do to kick in. If we're making family work, and the sisters have to kick in. But I said all of that to say, we have to redefine black family, and I think that we will stop fighting uh-huh. some fights that, already, that that aren't even ours. You know what I'm saying, right? Woman, I sister, black woman, I love you. I don't have enough power to oppress you in the way that you're argu- that you're arguing with me. With let's argue about my responses to social injustice, uh, sy- systemic racism, and everything else that I'm facing as a black man. And I will address your issue of maybe what you're feeling like this and that, and realize that you're not my enemy. That what I'm getting from you are the responses and the reactions of. Bullshit You know And when we address that I think we'll be Getting closer to the nail But right now We're fighting fights That aren't even ours Not at all Exactly Not at all
3: And and we're mixing up Mm -hmm. You know The way we relate to each other To caring or not caring For each other You know what I mean Like we have social ills We have relationship ills We have a lot of ills With things like that But that don't mean We don't care about each other We might have a crazy ass Way of showing it you know, we come from them families. Let's be real. We're dysfunctional as hell. And I think that we are allowing others to say, well, look how this one acts. Look how that one acts. There's no way they could care about you. You know what I mean? And we, we got to be wise enough to know the difference.
2: Right. And and you know what? And you know? again, to to be able to point it out in the context of what we have gone through, you know, inside of this colonization that we deal with, and how it has caused us to respond to each other, like you know it's not that we right. we can't love each other, but you know what I'm saying? do we know how love should even look right. do we know
0: word,
1: are we just
2: responding to what we you know what we've been given from a european eurocentric perspective, and that's what I think you know and that's, that's what, one yeah. of the things that we really need to we really have to look at and understand that. You know none of this is none of this is from our own our own creation, and none of this you know everything that we had has been stripped and it's been stripped down, right. and a lot of us are just trying to piece back you know those of us who are conscious enough to know that are trying to piece back mm-hmm. you know part of how we feel we should respond to each other, but some of us don't exactly. you know some of us don't have that much. We don't have the consciousness even to respond in that kind of manner. So I think it's very important for us to, you know, to, again, always draw out that and and point out that contradiction and why we are the way we are in this system so that we understand it. Like, you're just not my enemy. You're not my enemy. Right. I'm not your enemy. Brother, I love
1: you. Right. (laughs) Word. I'm and a going
0: lot of hard for you. Know, we, if I consider you one of mine,
3: exactly. I'm going hard for you. I'm going hard. That's just what yeah, it that, is. You know, I, you know I'm on it, man. We, we, you know, younger, you know I'm on it. We, we are maroons, man. You know, and we got to understand yeah. that. We are maroons. You know, we have been stripped away from everything and then thrown outside of everything that we didn't even want to be in to begin with. So that means that as a maroon, man, we got to, like you said, redefine everything. Sky's the limit. Because we have nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, they told you during Hurricane Katrina, you were a refugee. They told you to see your face. You're not even a, you're mm-hmm. not even a citizen. You're a mm-hmm. refugee. So with mm-hmm. that being said, man, like you saying, you know, we got to look at everything we do and start asking real questions like, you know, why do we do that? Why do we do this? And it ain't going to be easy, man. But one thing I think that we definitely got to yeah. get past, man, is, is, is yeah, you got to stop letting this white man off the hook. I can't say it no better. And, and you know, it is, it's not mm-hmm. the blame game. You know, it's not the blame game. We're not, you know, we're not just saying, well, white people, this, that, and other. Yeah, we know what they're doing, and, yeah, we've got to be accountable for what we're doing. But you can't become accountable if you don't remember how this started. You know, if you don't go back to the root of it. You know what I mean? Right. Breonna Taylor, at the end of the day, was not killed just by the police. Rihanna Taylor was killed mm-hmm. by the state. She was assassinated right. in her home by a mechanism designed to keep fear and subjugation over a certain people That is a state mechanism yeah. We call the police It is not a, a police yeah. department you know, that's, the, that's the fool they got you a department No it's not a department It is a part of a mechanism That was designed solely to do What happened there And they convicted or not convicted On the same day that they not convicted During Emmett Till's case That's right, how right. these devils work They deliberately released on the same day you know, a hundred. Somebody said over there. I was talking. I was listening to somebody. They said, you know, two hundred years ago, that brother would have been jumping up to the sound of the Ku Klux Klan or the slave masters or slave riders, kicking in his door to take his wife out and rape her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's the? He, he was like, well, and you know, and, and, and he said that brother would have fought back two hundred years ago and been lynched, murdered, and everybody would have said, "Man, he fool as hell. What are you fighting back for? He ain't. You got no better than that." And we're mumbling the same thing now Like for real, we are at war I mean, people really got to understand It's a a catchy phrase And I almost don't want to say it anymore Because it's become so trendy We're at war, we're at war, we're at war You know what I mean? But like, this is a war that, I'm sorry A long-nosed rifle alone Is not going to help you win this war You got to understand The fabric and the integrities of this war That you are up against an apparatus Not just white people Per se, you're up against an mm-hmm.
1: apparatus,
3: a machine. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And all of this is a part of that machine. And all the things we go through are the effects of that machine. There's no way around it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what that boils down to. Going through the going through the going through the effects of it. You know, and the way right. of, <laughs> excuse me, and the way they're responding. And to go back to the Brianna Taylor, you said it said something earlier that I don't know if people are truly surprised about the outcome of the verdict. I know uh at least the city government of Louisville wasn't surprised before the verdict was released. Uh they had began to board up windows and and everything like that and take all the precautions <clears throat> for an uprising and uh, uh whatever the people whatever way the people decided to demonstrate their dissatisfaction with the system. So I don't think they were surprised. I think it's just more of the same, you know, because we've seen it, but what do you do after the display of uh, frustration and shit like that? What do you do? And are there organizations in place ready to address those issues and not just, you know, the biggest time there's a great book by one of my mentors, Dr. Ahmed Mohammed, formerly Max Stanford of the revolutionary action movement. It's called black political thought. And, uh, Huh?
3: That's a good that's you a said,
1: right, brother? right, right. Right on the black political thought. And brother says one of the hardest times in any revolution, uh revolutionary group, is to keep the people inspired through the lows, through the downtimes, mm. through the time that the sensationalism mm. that the event has faded off. So how do you, you know, after that energy has been spent after it isn't as prominent as it was the day before or the day before that. How do you address the issues of the people and keep the people interest, interested enough to still not only participate in their own struggle but to still keep that pressure on On Bre- I'm going to tell us See, like, you know, um, I'm da- and I'm down here in Kentucky, but will the world – here's my whole problem with this, so called militancy and 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 I'm gonna be real man and I'm we on the radio and cats going to get mad with me bullshit yeah. all of that cuz you really you really still are exercising your rights as a citizen of the United States you really ain't did shit that's the first thing I'm just like you know when you got express second amendment rights expressing and plus to protest the brutality you when you in all that that's not revolutionary eh? you know but anyway uh-uh. um I said all that to say after you do all of that and this guy down here, the attorney general in Louisville, I forget his name, this negro, and it doesn't surprise me coming out of Kentucky. Here, some of the fu- funny—we are some of the funniest right. negroes. Uh, that that <laughs> he—they said he's the black Republican to watch, right? So here's the thing. Now we know we have to move in that arena. These cats are not going to come now after the rifle play and all of the demonstrations and cameras off. Are you sending workers back in? Are you sending people yeah. to help them create? political havoc on this dude to create the heat if they're rolling in the political arena. See, because here in Kentucky, he can be reached out and touched. And I mean that politically for all my enemies out there listening and want to run this tape back in court, you know, he can be politically, he can be felt by the people. Are you coming back organized? Are you still keeping the people active involved or are you vamped on the people? And like I said before, Kentucky is funny. They're like Texas. So when you're an out of towner, you know, What's your intentions, first of all? And if it's just to come and to agitate and antagonize the relationship, however morbid or twisted it may seem to outsiders, the relationship between the black and white population, then you're just a troublemaker. You know, it's like what me and you did, Shaka, when we went to Henderson. You know, we got in with the local pop. A lot of the shit that was going forward, we was like, okay. Now, we know what's not revolutionary, so we stopped it. We like, now we ain't going to do that, period. But, you know... Let's go along the lines of what you're working with. So in my conclusion of that, I think that that's a failure of pe- the people. And so it looks like we're not doing nothing, but it what it is is these so-called organizations that have taken the vanguard, that have taken the lead, that have jumped in the camera, and I'll call a few names, you know, out of no disrespect, just being factual. In fact, um, these other gun toters and things of that nature When the cameras were gone, you didn't send relief aid. You didn't send workers. You didn't help them build. You didn't get There's nothing. And I'm not talking about what I heard, partner. I'm down here in Louisville. And you got a few people that supported that, what you did, but it's more about the guns. The people that are supporting what you guys did, and these are people I know are not politically astute or politically educated enough to take it any further than when you come down here joining up with you. But you've left them down here with an agitated white population. You know what I'm saying? And now, not just agitated, but a gloating one. It's like, yeah, we ain't giving you no verdict. Plus, put a curfew on you. You know what I'm saying, niggas? What you gonna do? Where where, where are you getting niggas at now? So, I mean, we gotta be real about how we're addressing it and what we expect the outcome to be. And when we say some shit, be ready to follow through with it or don't address it in that manner. So, I think that's where we look stupid. Holding back because we do all of this bluster and shit, and then at the end of the day, when they call our bluff, when they say, "Okay, yeah, really? Okay, yeah, not guilty, no indictment," then it's what we got now, <laughs> you know. What do you guys think on that? Oh, did I lose you? Okay, I don't know if I lost him, but, uh Bikara? Okay, interesting. Let's keep the code going. Oh, so, we well, were I'll, talking I'll be, about... I'll be,
0: I'll be, can you
1: hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. We yeah, seem to I'll have lost honest. Shaka, but we know he's driving, so...
2: Yeah, I I had I had communicated something to him. I forgot that fact. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, you know, I I absolutely understand what you were saying with regard to, and I agree. You know, I unite with the the uh the fact that a lot of times what happens is, you know, you have these things apart, and what happens is that. What what happens is that uh you leave behind a lot of agitated, you know, agitated others and makes that which makes it difficult for you know, for the masses, for the people. And then not only that, you
0: haven't you haven't
2: sought to actually organize organize them to any kind of solution you know, you haven't organized them to anything. You have only, you know, you have only created a bigger issue, a bigger problem for them. So that's very important, you know,
0: <clears throat>
2: that we understand you, you leave. how we how we have to carry it out, you know, how we have to move when we go into places and uh, mobilizing uh, different people, and we're, especially when we're not from there. Now, My assessment is that, you know, touch one, touch all. If anything happens anywhere in the world and it concerns and has anything to do with another black person or, you know, inside of another black community, I don't care where it is, it's our responsibility to respond to it. But it's our responsibility to respond to it responsibly. And that's just what it is.
1: Right. Right. That's it. So you know, you make it hostile. Mhm. And I'll be brief. When you do things of that nature, you make it hostile. For like, you said, the real revolutionary like you and I. Like I'm, you know, in, in 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 Louisville. So what ends up happening is when you sell those wolf tickets, and uh, they call you bluff. And you don't do anything, it makes all of us look weak. So now they roll up on me. I'm out here, you know, repping or doing my thing to roll up on me and say something, oh, y'all ain't going to do nothing. You know, you have to be very careful with the relations, the local relationships. I agree with you. It should be responses nationally. But when you go into that particular city, I think that it's incumbent upon the people to reach out to that local leadership. Now, let me say this as a disclaimer to local leadership. If you're not out there, nobody's going to kiss your ass and hunt for you. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have no contact information, ain't nobody going to come in those cities and be trying to dig you up. I'm, you disrespect me and my city. Well, Negro, you're not working in that city. Couldn't find you. So we went on to do what we did. But if you, like, know in right. that city like some of us are, you know, it's disrespectful to say, hey, man, you know what, we're coming down contingency. I'm not even saying ask for permission. Give a pr- Can a brother get a head up? You know, so I can either meet you or I tell my people in trench or I'll give you a warning. Yo, don't cross that bridge or don't go there. Or when you come in, the pigs are rolling. Like for people who are coming into Louisville after the verdict, I was fortunate enough to um, be able, you know, the scouting that, you got ready to say, here's some safe houses. There's a curfew. We're going to meet here. Don't come in suited and booted. They're looking out for out of towners. Two pigs have been shot. We'll meet here. Rendezvous. So you, it's just good to network. You know what I'm saying? Right.
2: I think, um, I think and that's the think first. That, I think that that should be the, <clears throat> the center of it more so than than even a respect thing because then you start, you know, you start with what we were talking about earlier with that whole turf kind of mentality. You know, right. this, this, is, this is our struggle, period. You know, so in us having this struggle and engaged in this struggle, it is important that we are connected. You know, we are connected. And we understand that, you know, we have forces, and we have um, we have forces that are that are friendly with us. That we make contact so that we understand the climate of that area. You know, it's it's yeah. very important to understand the climate that we're walking into. Um, exactly. And and I think it's you know that's one of those things that we just we really have to be more mindful of, I, when I think about it, I think about how the chairman, uh, Chairman O'Malley Yashatella, who is um, the chairman of the African People's Socialist Party, and uh, which is, you know, a, a is the leadership over the organization that I'm a part of, which is N.T.D.M., the International People's Democratic Rule Movement, um, when he came into St. Louis, there was no branch in St. Louis. There was no body in St. Louis. He came here as a result of, you know, what happened in the Mike Brown issue, the, the, the murder of Mike Brown. Um, there was no, there was no, you know, he had no connection. So he had to make a connection through another apparatus that he had, which was, you know, the Burning Spear Newspaper. And and luckily, he had, fortunately, he had that somebody here had a subscription, and that individual was able to, you know, help, you know, help make a transition into this area. now we have, you know, we, we have a face, a voice, a presence here in St. Louis, and it allows us, it has allowed us to make certain, make certain friendly, you know, make, make nice with certain friendly forces, you know, um, they may not be exactly on the same page, but again, we, we can, you know, we can play off of each other and understand what's going on based on, you know, how these other forces are moving and what's going on with these other, you know, with these other forces and what it looks like for us as a movement since we're, you know, since we're here. Um, And if anybody else is coming through, if they make contact, not just out of, you know, not out of respect, but out of your, for your safety, you know what I'm saying? For your safety, you have to have those connections. You have to. Because, again, this is about oppression. And they not, they ain't playing with you. (laughs) They ain't playing with you. They hope you, you know, they hoping you not, you not reaching out and you're not connected and you're not, you know, you're not communicating with each other. That's why they tried to bust us up in the 60s and 70s, you know, to keep us from yeah. from uh, galvanizing these forces and actually becoming something greater. So,
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, it's absolutely, it's, it's imperative. It's imperative. I mean,
3: it, it's like, like, you know, all of that's being said can only be accomplished <laughs> if you understand you're in a struggle, like. In a joint struggle already. Whether you want to join up with me or not doesn't really matter. You look like me, so you're already joined up with me. You got to get that to your head. You know what I mean? Off the rip. And, and, and you know, so a lot of these organizations, they're coming in with that. Or like I said earlier, it don't sound like organizations to me. It sounds like gang mentality. You know, everybody got gangs, and gangs got affiliates, and they only mess with the affiliate that they cool with that gang. And I mean, it's ridiculous. Are you know, we trying, are we trying to be popular? Uh, I don't know. We trying to replace some kind of identity or feel of, of worth that was snatched from us, or we trying to kick ass and be free. I don't know. Somebody need to educate me, maybe. Maybe I'm off. That's
2: true. This right, is true. Great
0: point. Um, great
3: point. You know. You know, because I start to feel out the wild, like I, don't, you know, and it's funny because I don't want to drift away from the topic of the, the brothers versus the sisters, but it's like all of this ties in because. It's like damn, we still have square one with this, man, and we're allowing again outside forces to to disturb all of this, you know what I mean, like how right. is it you know like we 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 allow the media, which is the outside force, we allow the mentality of black people who still cater to white people, which is an outside force, we allow all these outside entities to tell us what to do and how to do it, you know what I mean? And we even begin to look like them. Like, it's a democratic race. But hell, I'm looking at the black nation. And I was mad because I'm like, yo, Breonna Taylor, I hope her situation, this doesn't become a rallying point for people to use to get membership or to promote some other mm-hmm. new idea. Like, you know, and like Yang, I'm on the radio, and it's, it's going to probably cause some slack. But uh, I'm all for the Second Amendment right. I'm all for it. I'm all for the right to bear arms, the right to self-defense. I'm I'm 100% for that. And I go a little further. I believe in armed struggle. I understand that the only way you're going to get liberation is through the possibility and the probability of armed struggle. Let me, let me put that out there clear. So with that being said, if you're going down to situations like that with your rifles and your pistols, okay, maybe you're going out to just show that there is a force that is there and can be, you know, summoned. That's cool. But, when they trump your card, now what? What do we do now? What do we do now? Are we going to follow through? Are we going to go back and at least, you know, exactly. start to – and, and I'm not talking about engage the enemy. No, I don't – So if somebody oh, yeah, no, I'm not saying you go out there and shoot no cops. I'm not telling you go out there and shoot no white people. But what I am telling you is that we have been given a clear sign that the community, any black community, is no longer safeguarded by those who we thought were there to safeguard us. So if you believe in the Second Amendment – then you must also believe the Constitution also says when and if the government fails to serve us, we have the right to defend and protect ourselves. So that means we should be hmm. the new police out there. If you can bring 100 motherfuckers to stand around with guns, you can bring 50 people to come down there and begin to first do it and organize locals so that you can eventually leave and they can take over. And they can have their own police force, their own security team to roll around there after everything is done. See, that, that's a solution. You know what I mean? Like, that's a solution. So if you got the right to bear arms, then you need to be getting with others who have the right to bear arms, and you need to be working with those people to teach them what they you know so that they can begin to set up safety patrols in our own communities. And we can begin to at least on some level let them people know, look, you ain't going to just kill us no more without the possibility of a, a reaction because we're there already. You know, and then if you are one who who doesn't have the right to bear arms, then you should be in the in the mix, like some of us are that I know, organizing on other levels. You know, I don't really the whole voting thing to me. I'm I'm in, I'm in and out about it. But hey, the person that passed the, the the that passed the verdict was voted in, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, let's vote that person out. Let's let's attack that too. Let's not just vote the person out. Let's vote the person out and put someone in that we picked. That we know has the right politics That we know Why do we know? Because we trained them And we're going to make sure Now now, now we have a Right, we built our own Now we have a military apparatus That is backed up by a political apparatus Vice versa
1: And then we can move and
3: put the schools And economics in place So now we really have a community And that's not going to happen overnight But that's something that can be done right away like, but it's something got,
4: that we have to understand. What
2: you said earlier is something that we also have to understand that needs to be done because all of this time, you know, right? We could have been doing it. We could have
0: been doing.
3: It. You know what I'm saying? And like, like the like the brother sister argument, we waste time struggling over which is better than the other. When, like my brother younger said, it's roles, man. We are not a linear people. I keep we're a cipher. Every the cycle is a continual circle, so like a circle, like the wheel of was that wheel of fortune. They roll it and they go and it stops on something. Right now, it might be about politics. Right. So we need all we need all our political, astute people to get on up there and do your thing. And then now it's about building off grid communities. We need all our our off grid people who know how to live without the system. Is your turn to get out there and teach us that, and then education and so forth and so on. Let's get out of that white man's mind frame of one rule, one dominance. No, man, we're at war. It's about applying mm-hmm. the right weapon at the right time. Strategy. Right. You know? Right. And I don't want to go on too far, but like that's where I'm at with it right now.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. that's understandable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is totally understandable because we're at that time of <clears throat> fighting. Like you said, unfortunately, it's become cliché. But I agree with you, and I think that that's a wonderful solution, and it's simple. And 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 you know what? When I first came into the party, I was taught that's what it was all about. You know, I can recall a meeting, and uh, when Chairman Kahal and he was talking to the soldiers, and he told the defense minister, and I'll never forget this. Forget this. He said, "You're not the defense, just the defense minister of the uh, Panther Party, Cleveland, Ohio." He said, "You're the defense minister of Cleveland, Ohio itself." You know, your job is to develop programs and find the people to help you to develop programs to teach the people to begin to defend themselves, even if that's what a pan learn, a pan, pot and pen fool. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, whatever it takes for the people to defend themselves. And I think that that's just one of the things. Looking at it on a, a broader scale, I think this our apathy towards politics and everything, religion and everything else, that has affected us, and and You know, when we look at historically, it hasn't affected us for the better in in a lot of instances. You know, it's been more detrimental than not. But I think that our apathy is another, what I call that escapism, another way not to deal with the reality of it. It is still there. Like you said, Chaka, and I've always said that. I said, you know, we ride past these signs and we see them in so-and-so for sheriff, so-and-so for deputy commissioner, and we complain about, about police brutality. You know what I'm saying? We don't look these people up. We don't say, hey, y'all just transferring this sucker from somewhere else that has a history of Mm -hmm. beating down black people, putting them here, this and that. You know, I'm like, I'm not necessarily a big fan of uh, national elections because, you know, I know all about the Electoral College and all that. So I'm not a big fan of presidential elections and all of that, the hoopla. But your local politics, I think, you know, you should at least know locally what's going on around you. And then two things If something does go down federally or nationally If you have inoculated, inoculated yourself locally If you, like you said, Chaka and um, okay, to Put your people into place and everything And you've sent your people to be representatives And senators and congressmen uh, From your locale It kind of helps to soften the blow Of what's coming national. If you don't agree with any of them suckers national. You know what I'm right, saying, you got, you and I see that. In between. Right, you got a buffer, and I saw that with this COVID. I see how many states were you know bucking on federal orders about the school, about reopening. Mm-hmm. You know, Sister um, Mayor Lance Bottom is a great example right. of that. Her and the governor down there going back and forth. You know, he's like, "Open Atlanta," she's like, "Nope, not where all my people at." You know, so so Georgia can get, you know, this, right, Atlanta's Georgia's cash cow. We know what it is Mm -hmm. for, and this is where a lot of revenue comes to help throughout Georgia. This is a big ticket city. And no, I'm not going to open it up. It's predominantly black. So, you know, I think that that's the whole thing. And we talk about, um, man, gender oppression, you know, this female black male falling in the footsteps of a lot of Shirley Franklin, I wasn't a big fan of, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think about how difficult how difficult that must be to be in such a leadership right, right. and be a woman, to be under my, especially and, in a and, white male you know, dominated world.
3: When we were out there during the time when they they uh, assassinated our brother at the Wendy's, when we were out there, you know, I watched them strategically. First night they sent a black male police officer in charge, and then the next day when the heat was on, they sent a sister out there. <laughs> You know what I mean? So now you got these young warriors who are hot and fired up, and you send in their mother, their grandmother, their auntie, to try to reason with them. You know exactly. What I'm exactly. The N- the NAACP, exactly. I'm calling them out. They did the same thing. They sent a sister out there. You know, it's hot. A homie just got killed. These, these warriors is on fire. You're going to send a? am not disrespecting women, but why would you send? I don't know why, but you're sending a black woman who at that point, you know, they going off on her. Make the fuck out of here. They not they're not really because they know her. they know too what they
2: sending out there. Yeah. They know.
3: they're like, come on, man. And then I felt you know you 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 looking at her, and you know one of them was like she the 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 captain, the police captain, she was like, well you know because people took the they they took the car, so she was like, well I can't get my cars through. Can I do this that and that? And one of the little brothers was like, nah, auntie, not today, no, auntie, no. And she looked at me. I was like, he said no, that's it. You know what I mean? Like. I know you're in a rock and a hard place, but why would you, you, you know, you're being sent out here. So I'm saying all that to say, yeah, we understand, man. It's hard for our sister Because at the same time, I know she's looking at her grandson there. I know she's looking at her son, her husband, her brother. You know, right. I know she's right. looking at she, You know, I can see in her face that she knows these, these babies are right. She knows these people are right. You know what I mean? So we got to look at all that, man, and put all that into perspective. And how they play and that's, together. that's why we need
2: to move to to have our own have our own system exactly. in place because I mean hell we're gonna still even even though we're trying to keep things in order, we're still gonna handle it differently. You know, we, right. we'll see the humanity in the people that are standing in front of us because we're related to them.
3: Whether we're related exactly. to them or not.
2: You know, we'll you see know, that. And we'll respond in such a way.
3: You know my thing is like we're talking about these sheriffs in these local towns and I've always said, you know, I'm gonna keep it real. Shaka Shakur does not command a hundred Men with guns, I don't So if if I did Oh yeah, I would probably be stopping a lot of these Sheriff's elections and meetings To let them know that I might not be able to stop you From being sheriff, but I'm going to watch you While you are sheriff You know, I'm here to watch you While you watch us You know, let's stop Going at the big Make it intimate, let's stop going after these big old arguments. well I want to go after Let's go after the local leadership and let them know, we might not be able to stop everything you do, but we damn sure going to be here to watch you. And you know well, what, and that's, you that's know, part what? of that
2: whole that whole call for uh, black community control of the police, because you know, essentially, essentially, it is a democratic demand, first of all, and like, like uh, um, Yanga was pointing out earlier, there are certain things that are, as long as we're still trying to operate inside of these certain parameters, you know, that have been put into place by our oppressors, we're not necessarily being uh radical or we're not, you know, right. we're not we're not necessarily doing what is revolutionary, but what we are is drawing out the contradictions of the current system. You know, and that's right. important as well to draw that's out that sure. contradiction. So if we have black community controls of police so whatever whatever police are in your community, you have the power to hire, to fire, to name the right. terms under which they operate in your community. You know, you they have to live in your community to even understand the problems and the issues and the the concerns mm-hmm. of your community.
3: You know, I, I'm seeing a lot exactly. of groups on on I, I see a lot of groups on YouTube and Facebook, and kudos to them because they're attempting. To go out and patrol their neighborhoods You know and that's a good start But I want to add to it that We can't patrol our neighborhoods In the same fashion that they patrol Our neighborhoods You know what I'm saying Like our patrols have to be from a position Of loving our people You know working with our people Building with our people Getting to know them You know not just be out there looking like another military occupation We got to be very careful mm-hmm. You know we will fall into that real quick If we're not paying attention you know what I mean? So Because people gotta yeah. look at us and feel like they can trust us. Like, we, we ain't just here to, we're not here to just rouse the drug dealer. We're not here to get the bad black element out, quote, unquote. You know what I mean? That's a whole other argument. But we're here to get to know our people. And we're here to educate our people and, and do all those other things. And we're here to let the enemy know, hey, we like Tupac said, we don't like them, you know, we don't like that element no more than you do. It's just like, we think we like the murderer? We don't like the murderer and the rapist no more than you like the murderer and rapist but you're not going to come in here and kill all of us because you're looking for the murderer. And that's what keeps happening. Mm-hmm. You keep killing all of us. Somebody, you got a no-knock warrant looking for this one individual, but you done shot Ayana in the head because you're looking for the murderer that lived upstairs. You done shot my sister, yeah. you know, Brianna, because you're you knocking for somebody that don't even live there. You, we're not going to let you we yeah. We're, we're, we're going to deal with those elements so that that enemy can't use those elements as an excuse to come in and kill the rest of us. And we we can't we're not trying to deal with that element in a in a non African way. We want to help them. Hey, you might be the knucklehead on the neighborhood, but I'm a, we're gonna to try to get you somewhere set up where you don't have to be the knucklehead. Maybe we can detour some of your actions before you get to that point where we have to really deal with you. That's what we mm-hmm. do. You know?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, but one of the things too, going back you guys said something earlier and was talking about when you were talking about the captain coming through and the brother was saying, no, actually not today. Uh, You know, going back to this man, woman thing, I think something that has to be addressed very real is that, you know, we do, it does exist, but this Mm -hmm. of not who's oppressed worse. It's not, I don't think it's just really put out there in so many words, but you have, these black women and and black men married to the opposite sexes, and really reinforce the stereotype uh, or, or already existing stereotypes of black men and black women. Like you have black women that marry white men and say, you know, well the black man is lazy, he's shiftless, he's this and that, and black men, mm-hmm. vice versa, that do that Damn. to the you know to the black women. So we have to be very careful of these people that portray you know, these stereotypes, even in our communities like one, I'm gonna tell you, is Tyler Perry to me. And I know oh, y'all yeah, gonna be y'all. upset with me, but the you you see what I'm saying? That these this creates more of this who's more oppressed, who's crazier, who's more twisted and mm-hmm. who's there messed up and whose fault is it ultimately. You know what I'm saying? These color purple type movies though, you know, and the book is far worse, believe me. But these yeah. these type of movies though they're they're probably great literary works We have to be careful of the message that we're sending or the stereotypes that we're reinforcing. And, you know, and I think that that goes into it.
3: And I think also, too, this goes back to capitalism, because um, I forgot the brother that said, uh, you know, black misery sells like crack. You know what I mean? Like, you want to get on? Make a song about black misery. You know, like how many rappers somebody they ain't got no daddy, but your goddamn daddy lives two houses or in your own house. You know what I mean? I know dudes who was taking on that persona, you know, I ain't you know, once my man Tretch and Tupac made a couple lines in their song about not having a daddy and they don't give a damn about their daddy, everybody started rapping like that. Because it was the trendy thing to do and it was that soul, you know, that that sad song. Like, nah. We we that's not the reality and we gotta stop it. If Tyler Perry, you know, yeah, he made millions off of that. I felt he could have balanced it out by making some stuff for the brothers, but that wasn't his agenda. You know what I mean? But the next person behind him. Don't you go do the same thing. You know what I mean?
1: Like, mm-hmm. somebody
3: got to write the other story. You know, like, there are stories like these things do happen to women, and they should be told, but then they happen to brothers, too. As a matter of fact, Tyler Perry was molested. You know what I mean? So a lot of his anger towards yep. black men is not because he was molested by black men on one end. The other end, he don't feel protected because it was somebody he knows. So his anger, there's a lot of deep issues there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, uh, Terry Crews is another one. Who all of a sudden, you know, you get your genitals snatched by a white man, and every lecture you're given is about how your pops was an alcoholic and beat you and made you feel this and beat your mama and all that. But but what about this white man that grabbed your genitals? Why are we not talking about that?
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: You know why? Because yeah. telling that other story is gonna escalate him. I mean, how many guy in the last three months? I don't know how many celebrities have taken to Instagram or or to social media to talk about how bad their fathers were and that their fathers were on the shit. You know, I mean, come on, man. So, yeah, we definitely got to crush that stereotype. Part of this war, part of this war, you know? And, like, even with the the black, the angry black woman, like, that's not reality because we angry black people. How about that?
1: Right.
3: I was about to say, uh, uh, speak for yourself, because I am an angry black woman. <laughs> right. And, 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 mm. you, and you walk in, and you're on a radio show with two angry black brothers. You know what mm. I mean? And I'm the, father of right. angry black, I'm the father of six angry black children. You know what right. I mean? And when I get a dog, I'm gonna have an angry black dog. Because he's gonna mm. be around me long enough to see how I'm living. He's gonna be angry. Like that. That's what yeah. we're part of an angry nation. A nation of angry people, righteously angry people, and like my man said, right. angry, angry, get, angry gets shit done. So ain't nothing wrong with That's being right. angry. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't who angry more. We we and and on top of that, we all need to get just a little more angry. I don't think we're angry enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 uh, and, and getting angry and like you said, Shaka, you know, to reiterate that point and touch on it again, man stop def- letting people defy our struggle and tell us how we should be angry and what we should be angry about. You know what I'm saying? That's a big thing. And so they divide us on that. You know, like it just went out like you had told us, okay, she said she's an angry black woman. Women you say you're on to angry black men, but like you saw for we're angry black people. You know what I'm saying? And definitely, our black women's anger, it's not to be trivialized, it's not to be downplayed nor as the black no. man's, it is specific and unique to them because they are separate genders. So the attack is right. going to be particular to that gender, to that person. You know, mm-hmm. hell, the attack in Kentucky on a black male may be different than a black male attack in New York. I mean, we can break right. it down to specifics if we want to, but it is just another way to, uh, for them to even point out that contradiction. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. In our tactics exactly. for them to send in agents of dis- uh, um dissension to say, Well, you know, right. men men oppress us. And, you know, the black men that oppress you. All them brothers that come in and say, Man, the black woman you know, women. Women got it this and that and black women are the worst. That type of right. that type of uh thinking when you really look at and that's why it's important, like, One of the things that you know, it did me to you, man, made me cool with you was like your grasp of history. And so, you know, it's really important for us to know the history of stuff. And then we begin, like we were saying, to understand the black woman is not our enemy. Point, point of case. Right. Like, uh, you know, the the saying of uh, when we know our history, then we we'll know how the black woman protected us. And we we'll knew that she knew the black man's struggle was black struggle but unique to the black man. And she did what she had to do. So when Master came around and see her husband or the little boy and go looking at him be like, hmm she be like he ain't shit. He's slow. He lazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that boy ain't worth a shiftless. He right. dumb he's shiftless. He just boy, he just a big a bag of potatoes. I tell you, Master, you ain't you wasting your time. I hate for you to get sweaty whipping him to death. You know, she would downplay that brilliant. He probably made a, a clock in the cabin. You know, they probably got running water. He's probably a genius. You know what I'm saying? But she had to downplay that. And, you know, us not knowing the history will hear that and look back on that and say, bam, she downplayed the black man. But not only did she use her wits, she knew exactly what his exploitation would be. She knew what to downplay, his intellect and his physical stature, his physical Mm -hmm. ability. She was intelligent enough to know what to downplay. You know what I'm saying? So that even showed that she was conscious. Exactly, and vice versa for us. So we were conscious of our struggle as a collective and the unique oppression or particular exploitation that address the gender of our race, but never did we separate it like, oh, black woman is a whole separate fucking fight. What? Right,
0: you know what I'm right, saying? Right. No,
1: brother, this just, you know, this is a black woman thing. Oh, man, we there? Really, we there? Right. You know, without it no is, black woman, there's no me. Last I checked, my mama was a woman, you know? Right, right, right. A-
2: I just want to say something real quick, because I think we forgot. I know I did forgot to mention it, if anybody is on the line oh. and wanted to chime in, right. like, forgot that little piece of housekeeping, you know, just, just press the yeah, point right. so you can get in the host queue and we can get you in on this conversation. I know there's a lot to be said. I know there's a lot that you've heard, you know, um, some of it you may have to add to, you know, I'm sure, and some of it you may never have heard before, but, you know, we'd love to hear you. Because we didn't come here just to talk about it amongst ourselves. We know each other. We cool. Um, and we want to hear what you have uh-huh. to say about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Right now, it looks like this kid, they're like, this is a hot one, I'm not touching that one. So, listen, <laughs> you guys, you, you heard <laughs> Sister Mercado, don't be afraid. Press one. But if yes. you like what you hear, yes. we're going to ask uh, Sister McKay to continue.
3: And don't be afraid to disagree with us. It's all right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but
1: what you so, said, I mean, that's you know, a about, about, on yeah.
2: about your mother being a woman, you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, I got brothers. I've, I've got a son. You know, I have people that I love. I have people I don't know. My son got friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is real for me. You know, it, there right. can be no divide. There can never be a divide. Ever. Mm-hmm. And again, I've said this for a long time. I had a coworker one time and I didn't like he had been there he had been at the job for a little while. I didn't I ain't like the white folks there already. They didn't matter to me one way or the other what was going on. But um the brother had they stayed on his tail. They stayed on his tail. And one of the one of the chicks I I was running um I was running the women's homeless shelter. I was the monitor for the women's homeless shelter. So I used to cook for right. them as well as being the monitor um, and just dealing with them on an everyday basis. And so uh, this woman came down, one of the ones that used to just mess with them all the time. She came downstairs and she needed to use the kitchen. Again, I run the kitchen.
1: <laughs> I have,
2: <laughs> Labeled everything the way I need it labeled. I know where everything is. I, You know, everything is everything. For whatever reason, I can't remember what reason I had to do this, but I had to um, take sugar. There was an empty salt container, and I had to take sugar and put it into – I'm sorry, I had to take salt and put it into the sugar container. Now, it was labeled under the body, but – I knew what that container was. Nobody else cooks but me, so you know it's on me. Right. So right. This woman comes down, and she's they're doing this. Uh, they're this potluck thing, and I've just been looking for a reason to get her anyway, just 'cause she kept messing with my brother. Like you keep messing with, and that's, he was the only black man right. working in that building. He's the only one working in the building. So uh, I'm like, and he liked them white women too, boy. He- <laughs>
0: Poor he guy. liked them,
2: he didn't know, he didn't recognize the, the conniving in them, that's what he didn't do, I, I can't say that he liked them personally, he just didn't recognize their conniving, and, I, right, right, right. and he would, he would excuse them a lot, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, but I'll get them for you, so anyway, uh, this chick came down, they were having a potluck, she come down, she's gonna make, uh, I don't know if y'all ever seen your grandmamas make the strawberry syrup stuff, where they pour the, oh. pour
0: sugar on top of the strawberries,
2: uh-huh. And to liquefy the strawberries, ha, well, she comes in the kitchen. She asked me for the sugar, and all I did was I didn't say anything. I put the sugar on top of the. I put the salt that was in the sugar container on top of the counter where she could see it. <laughs> and she poured all that salt over all them strawberries
3: and took that mm-hmm. crap upstairs. You gave a mud pie. You gave a you gave one of them special pies from the help. Baby, you hear me? You hear me?
0: How I hey, play with you these
3: know, folks, I don't play. Hey. You don't leave my brother how, alone. though.
0: This is, what was
1: that's, that's you gotta, how you gotta do it. finish that's the story? You gotta finish the story. So, what was the what was the you know what was the response from that?
2: Oh, she didn't. She didn't. Know, Cause see, I I
0: don't, I don't
2: play around. I don't play around with these people. What potlucks and all that stuff, anyway. So I didn't go. I wasn't, I had no intention of going. <laughs> I knew. I mean, was, did she ever
1: say anything to you later? Did she say? No, I
2: don't play them games. Right, did she ever
1: say anything to you later? Did she, you know, she was like, was hey, like, that was so."
2: Yeah, she did. She was like, did you know I I accidentally reached for the salt? And I said, no, there was only sugar in here, wasn't it.'" <laughs> you know, because she didn't ask that's me right. anything You know, she's looking for sugar. She's looking for you in my kitchen. What? Oh I love
1: it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Hey, that's how now, we
3: do it. She, put that glass in there. Yeah. Oh like, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would have been a on the wall when and they I get into him that him strawberry. Later. Damn. And <laughs> I right, and I and I told him later. I
2: said, when people mess with mine, and I consider you one of mine. That's before mm. I'm into this. this I'm, that's before I was into the movement. That was before this. That was before mm. I understood, you know, a certain kind of political, you know, a um, of, of, of political stance that I needed to take. This is just, you know, you mind, mine. No, this is and my you. And,
1: you
2: know, this is. Just one of those things. It was just one example of how, like, you can't play, you can't play with my folks like that and think that you could get away. Uh, I don't care what he he can keep excusing you if he wants to. I don't excuse you.
0: Right. I don't.
3: Now. <laughs> now, now y'all hear y'all hear out there in radio world. That's how you deal with the enemy. You know what <laughs> I mean? And that's how that's what unity is about. Even if your brother or sister doesn't even agree with you. Your duty is to cover down on them. Right, right. That's real.
1: You know, and I use the
3: word duty. That's your duty to cover down on your brother and sister.
1: Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. That's real. That is a great story, man. I've seen their faces when they bit those strawberries, man. That's a great story. (laughs) Yeah. But it's real. real. Those are all the strawberries that never got served. Man, that's funny. (laughs) Okay, we well, got to do it. got to whoa. do it, man. But uh, you know, and but it, it's it's like what you said. That goes back to I love it because it goes back to having one another's back. You know, the the problem with like we're talking about not just you know us accepting this thinking. Oh, women have it easier than we have it, and I'm speaking from a man's perspective because what thinking does, and I always tell people this: thinking turns into action. You know, right. and then what yeah. happens at the job is you will watch a black woman be discriminated against, or talked about behind her back, or called out her name enough because you got this competition thing. You go, that's what that be deserved No, mm-hmm. I didn't. You know, oh them white folks found, me. and you forget the attachment of family. This is a black woman, it's your mother. This is the mother. You know, right. even and right. I try to be that way. Now I'm gonna tell you, here's my problem, my confessional. Forgive me. Black people, for I have I have sinned against black women, and one of them that they get from me is when a sister will just give me. I try to remember this is a sister. She's colonized. She don't know no better. But when that sister would try to read me to riot act in front of white folks, I uh, it is mm. hard for me. I don't use the b word. I don't use the b word. But boy, she'll be every Auntie Mama handkerchief head. I say, and you know, you know better. You know you know better, <laughs> sister. You're not going to do <laughs> right, this, right. and I will let her have it because, like you said, it. that's how they operate, yo. They know the psychological uh, effect of women, right. you know, coming at us because they know the, the black community from Africa and especially here in America. The black community in America is a matriarchal community. I don't care what him, you can argue with me. It's my opinion, and I strongly believe it because we just look at a Big mama ran things.
3: When I was right. coming
1: up, I have, you know, and I may have shared this before, I have siblings by my father, which, you know, and a, uh, another wife he had outside of my mother, and I have siblings from my mother, and they have a different father. So I'm the only child with my father and my mother. So I remember one day I was talking about my brother and sister, from my, on my father's side And my mother said half No you mean your half And I said my half And I said why is that So were those your father's children and I said well you know My twin sisters my sisters here We don't have the same part So are they my half Man, and my mother I thought I was going to lose my life I, I thought <laughs> when I called them my half I thought I was going to lose my She told me And my mother is not a vulgar woman She said you come from the same person You are related so we live in a very matriarchal society, understanding, and reverence. Like I said, one more little note. I can remember on the playground, talk about somebody's daddy. Your daddy, well, your daddy, your daddy, man, say your mama. You ain't even have to have a joke behind it. Your mama, Wop. You couldn't even say your mama. You know what I'm saying? But saying my somebody, mama, not even her somebody name, my you. mama.
3: Yeah, be snapping on you. You ain't got nothing else to get out of there. You don't know nothing else? You say
1: your mama. That is yeah. that ends it right there. Your mama playtime over. That ends it. Playtime over man, we don't play it. about mamas. Right. So right, we right. live in this in, in in a society like that. So what, what happens is they recognize that. So that's why I get upset with these sisters who allow themselves to be used to be rated, and to be little, even if it's in the most menial position. Even if you just a clerk with a white manager standing behind you, huh? and need to send you out there to read me the riot act. You know, remember we all family, we all kin. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I know you got a job to do or whatever, but don't we have to be careful that we don't have colonized thinking when you see me, like I ask a white teacher. You know, when you see my child or when you see black students, do you see a doctor, lawyer, do you see a thug? Do you see a criminal? Do you see a little nigga? You know, so sister, when you see me, do you see that former relationship, that former boyfriend, the nigga that might have called you a bitch, the nigga that might have took your car, didn't bring it back? I'm not him. I I know we wear the same sneaker. Yo, but I'm not him. So we have to be careful that we don't begin to transpose those thoughts because, like I said, thoughts become actions, and then we willingly sit back and watch one another be harmed by outsiders. Exactly. You
3: know, and another thing, man, like, and what – For brothers and sisters, man, because we all get put in that position, but more so sisters in the work field because, let's be real, more sisters are in the work field, you know, in those positions. Me personally, it's like, let's take it back to the plantation. The whip was always put in a black person's hand to whip another black person. We know that.
1: Mm -hmm. You know what
3: I mean? And you might be like, well, I don't want a whip shocker. You know what I mean? I don't want a whip shocker. That's my man. But they got a gun to your baby's head. So you might have to whip me to save that child. That's what they usually do. They go after the children. but I want to look at you and I want to see in your eyes the regret for the fact that you even got got to be in that position. You know what I mean? So now, if you had that job, right. really you could just you could just quit, but I understand I, I can't feed your family, so you, you might not quit, but I want to I I look at you and look at you and know that in your heart, you're like, "I really don't want to do this. you know uh, right I want to see you, I want to see you struggle with it. I don't want to see you just come out there and, and just enjoy it. You know, whip me and enjoy it. No, I want you to reluctantly do it. I want I want to see it. I can feel the energy. We black. I feel your ether. I know like all right. You got kind of loud, but I, I dig it. You you know you had to do what you had to do. And then I you know to the point where you see me later, you might even come up to me and be like, look, I really didn't mean nothing by that. And I might be like, oh, I understand. You know what I mean? I want to be on that page. I mean, ultimately, I want you to just take the whip and whip the white man with it. But that's me. That's all right. Right. <laughs> You know, right. I mean, like ultimately, you know, I, right. I want to see. But it's I want you to take exactly this with his ass and we all run off the plantation together. But you
1: know I'm okay, but it's like what you said, though. You know, it's I want to see the regret. See, I think too many yeah. times we're destroying the black female, And not knowing what we're doing to that black, the the individual black female. I mean, we get so caught up into our hatred of, and we've bitten so much into the stereotype that when we get a chance to, you know, whether it's mother issues or whatever. I mean, these are issues. Like I said, to go back to initially what I said, I don't know if I don't, I know, I know the black woman is in my enemy. So any problem that I may have with the black woman, it's not out of, I think that she's getting over. I think I'm more oppressed. I think she's working with the oppressed or the white man or anything like that. I know the issues I have with her are due to just social cultural influences. Uh, construct and all kind of bullshit that has just been planted in my people since their enslavement. You know what I'm saying? The, the people that taught us we came from slaves, when we came from free Africans that were enslaved, right. that type of colonized thinking. You know, so I know those are right. mine, whatever is a result of that with my woman. What I'm always just warning us against is because it can, can become so embedded in our thinking That, you know, sisters and brothers, when we start to do this to our people, we think we're really crushing out, like, and I know people think they're doing it righteously. I think no brothers think they're crushing out feminism. Nah, Mm -hmm. that's that feminism in a bruh. Nah, bruh, that's, you know, a black woman wanting to say, you know, and sisters say, nah, that's that machismo, that's that sexist, nah, that's some brother exerting... You know his understanding of masculinism, masculism, Maybe we can man. talk about. Man. You know what I'm saying. But we get in this thing where All we right. want to make these political damn statements, and it's not our freaking fight. And so you drag right. me right. in a right. fight of now I'm you black men, you sexist, you chauvinist, you 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 know what I'm saying. I'm like All oh right. okay. You know what I'm saying. It's what the we, same thing. We my conclusion, people... like with Tupac. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. What are you saying? No, brother, please. No, you said Tupac. Oh, just in my conclusion, like what Tupac said, you know, how he felt after he had got uh, charged and convicted with that rape. He said being raised up is nowhere in the hell. He could have been guilty of doing that. But when we have to make him an example of black male celebrity and the treatment of women, and and, and his treatment wasn't, you know, shit, you turned over to your posse, homie. You know what, come on, cuz. We ain't gonna play no games. So there is some, some shit in there that you could have worked with. But at the same time, I understand what he's saying. Don't make me the poster child for this move uh, when it was a dumb move by a young man that influenced fame, this and that, and mistook a sister. And I'm not never making excuses for men doing dumb shit. You better recheck. I don't care if she got on Saran Rap, bro. You might need to get her to sign a contract of consent. You know what I'm saying? So whatever stupid shit she's doing, don't you fall in the trap and allow yourself to be the victim or the poster child for all for their um, stereotype of black males. And that's you know right, right. that's what I say that we have to address. Yo, make sure y'all just not lumping us into political fights that aren't ours. Yeah,
3: yeah. If any of that makes sense. you have sense. some people, man, who, who who are using this scenario. To, to, to gain popularity You know what I mean It's like the dude that makes the song for women You don't give a damn You just made the song because you know that they'll buy it You know what I mean And I, I'm really tired of right, those yeah. brothers I'm, I'm really tired of those brothers man And their sisters too But I, I focus in on the brothers What about you know, what like, Cardi B
1: said Didn't Cardi uh, B made a statement She wouldn't let her daughter listen to that music she make Right yeah hey, oh yeah
3: she said, I made the music, but I, I wouldn't let my, my daughter listen to it. So your daughter's important to all of us. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. You know, and, like, it's my thing. Is like, nah, we, we got to stop that. Like, I don't, I don't believe in, I don't like the patronage, because this is a serious issue between black men and black women because of this oppression. It's serious. And I really get right. sick of people, both, both male and female, who come in and opportunistically play on our pain. And you don't give a fuck anyway. Like, let's just be real. You don't care anyway. But you're jumping on it because you know that a thousand women are gonna rock with you, and you know, you know as a sister that a thousand brothers are gonna feel it. You know what I mean? So it's like, for the people that do that, because there are a lot of people out there who champion the cause and they really sincere. But there are a lot of who are not. Sincere. Oh my God! Who yes. Just,
1: who Ooh, just throw that out there because they know man.
3: they're gonna get they're gonna get likes, they're gonna get hits on social yep. media, uh. they're gonna sell a book or two. You know what I mean? They they know that. Already. You know you know if you got that. You know if you. are like, we was in back in the day, we were doing our music thing. Yo, you got to have a song for the sisters. So, you're going to have two types mm. of songs for the sisters one about the single mother, the, the Brenda Got a Baby song. And then you got to have the other song, three, the other song about sister, go ahead and show yourself. Be proud, girl. Keep your head up. That's the other song. And then you got to have the other song yeah. about how you can do what the fuck you want to do because you're an independent woman. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, we gotta yeah, to you got to stop doing
1: Right.
3: And the same And thing, you we know what, though, and, and I'm
1: not going to talk about well, because. You know, I hate that, man. I call it that goddess pimping. Oh, my God, I hate that. And don't be some of the biggest womanizers and biggest clowns in the great goddess, the black woman, sunlight comes out of her toes, and this and that, and be the biggest (laughs) exploiter. And and you know what I'm saying? I can't stand that false adoration and false worship. And same with these sisters. Same with these sisters. Don't king me to death and do all of that phony stuff and just really, you just a nigga one. You know, all these, that, like, that's why I love you, Makeda, because you got that crystal right there on your head, and it symbolizes the third eye. And we see that. Some of you sisters right. got them crystals in the middle of your head to fill that hole, so you're nothing leak them out. It's just a hole filler. So, yo, stop that. I, oh, my God. We could, Listen, I'm going to be quiet on that because that's a whole other topic. Man. I
3: mean, it's, it's real. You know what it is, though? At the end of the day, man, we all damaged. I mean, like all of us have the same issues. Every brother has the same issues with women. Every woman has the same issues with the men. You know what I mean? Every one of us. It's the same thing. Different degrees, but the same thing. Because you know why? It stems from the same oppressor. How about that? You know what I mean? It all comes from the same colonizer. So and that's it it. From, it. At, at the end of the day. You know, let, that's exactly the end of the day. It all comes from... It's not like what it mine's is. worse than yours, yours is worse than mine's. Or this is, we have the same... If, if you kill 100 brothers
1: and line them
3: up in a room and say, tell me your life from the age of 15 to now, we're going to have the same story. Yes. And if you took sisters same and, story. and y'all sat same. down and chopped it up, same story. Because we got the same oppressor. Same story. Hello. Same. So maybe if we change exactly. the oppressor, Get rid of the oppressor. Our stories can change.
1: That's it. Say, Shaka. Let's it's go to the simple. let's go to these lines. We sent the invite out. You know how we do on all let's right. talk about it. If you want to talk about it? We're gonna open your mic. So let's open your mic. Open the mic. Uh, okay. Eight eight six four
3: seventy two
1: forty four. Your mic's hot. Peace,
4: peace and Black Power. How's everybody?
3: Hey, Peace,
1: peace and Black, Black power. power.
3: What's going
4: on? All right, all right. This is Equat Need from College of South Carolina. Uh, just Weighing in on the discussion, hey. um, yes, sir. Of course, me, me as a a, a man, I guess in my Euro colonized, uh, Europeanized mind, as we all are uh, uh, educated in, we we play the blame role or point the finger at the woman being that I'm the opposite gender. But uh, you right. guys said it all. It all stems from uh, uh, the same oppressor. And the reality is is that, you know, I can be honest with myself being like at the age of 42 um, and saying that we haven't been equipped with the proper and necessary tools to be able to evaluate and know what true and proper black African manhood is. We might understand manhood through the eyes of a European in which that's how most of us have been educated. The majority of our ancestors have been educated on the quote-unquote alpha male standards, right? And we know alphas are, right. are, you know, that comes from the damn the damn Greeks. So when we right. are talking about um, going back in and not to only be educated socially, spiritually, you know, with, with basic education and, and having an African or black worldview, you know, now we're at a place where we're having to evaluate ourselves through a foreign system rather than this being a system that is tailored and that was tailored to our ancestors that allowed us to be able to evaluate and effectively uh, remedy and solve problems, right? That's why we're still, you know, marching against the same cracker that was treating us wrong, you know, a hundred years ago, you understand? Because our problems or our solutions are rooted inside the European thinking. So I think, you know, we definitely have to, uh, as you guys say, step back and realize that, hey, we all have been oppressed. We all are still, we're not careful. We we will be implementing tools of oppression. We'll be saying oppressive things, you know, to help oppress somebody else rather than to relieve and help free them, help free stress from ourselves. I will say this, when you're looking at the model in which this, this European uh, did attack uh, or the template in which he 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 utilized it was the one where they came down the boat uh they they came to break down the family via the man first. We can understand right. the importance of once you hold this strong man at his weakest point in front of his family that means his his wife, his children, everybody is around seeing the man which is the strongest that's going to now affect the generate that's going to affect the family more so. You understand? We can we know the the woman that definitely is gonna hurt us. But when you see this sense of uh you know, this symbolism of strength of the the, the badass kick your butt behind my family man, now he's being raped. You understand? These are tactics that were employed by the Europeans. You understand? Uh-huh. This definitely does hit a whole hell of a lot harder. Not saying that seeing our women, you know, being raped is not gonna hit even harder. But when we're looking at the importance of keeping us strong and how it came to attack our family, I will say us as men, uh, via the model, it's important for the Europeans to shoot at us first, to shoot at us and, and, and to, you know, attack us more so. But when, you know, me as an honest black African man here in America, I can say that, hey, we all are being affected. You know, when you're coming up as children, the, the, the male children as well as the female children and having to go through uh, forms of oppression. You know, it don't matter it make a difference who you are. When you saw George Floyd being killed on live television, if you're a man or a woman, I don't give a damn who you are, that shit's going to affect you. You understand? So right. I think, you know, just being honest so we can now start to become better males and also better females. And I hear a lot of people saying that, they can't that the men can't tell women how to live their life or what to do, and vice versa. Some might say, but I think that's one of the most ignorant and stupidest things that a person can say. Because when you have a real man, he can critique a woman and say what he does want and what right. he doesn't want. You understand? The same right. for a woman. When you have a real woman, you she can be a one that can stand up and you know render judgment or render a type of filtration system so she can weed out the weak from the strong because this is about bloodlines, you understand? So, we're, of course, we, we don't want to make our bloodlines weak. We want to be able to, you know, make our bloodlines a lot stronger. So, I, I you know, I definitely agree with what you guys are saying kind of hits home is that we all are fighting the same oppressor. It hadn't changed 100 years ago, and it's not going to change until we change rather than start, you know, stopping, uh, you know, being de- devices and fighting over, fear. we got to come together and solve these issues together.
1: Exactly, yes, sir. Well, right on. Let me say, is this brother right E? Huh?
3: Yes,
4: yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. This is Ekwani. Yes, yeah, sir.
1: man. What's up? Okay, this is yeah, man. This is our brother E. And, and check it. Listen, E's gonna get with it. He's gonna drop it. You can catch E. Psych and my man War Sunday eight o'clock same number. And 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 they get with it. So definitely check it if you like this this thing of E um, and I appreciate that contribution, brother E man. And I appreciate you calling in too. If you like, you know E's contribution, definitely. But again, let me reiterate that. Check them out, Panther Forty Eight, Sunday, eight o'clock. Same number that you called in today. Same number you're listening to. Call check men out. Check check them guys out, and they definitely drop it. Um, listen, we're coming down in in like our last little 15th. And I think he had hit it. I think that was a good, really breaking it down of what we had been talking about in the last couple hours or something. But it's uh, Makita's uh thing, Makeda. So we like, you know, yeah, do your seven eight minutes, man. Break it down and begin to start wrapping it up. Take us home, so you can right. yeah, take us home. Is she there? Uh oh. You know what? We're well, we gonna I'll rock the drop. You might, you might
3: have dropped.
1: We gonna call we, drop. Yeah, drop.
3: We're good. Hey, man, rock on. You know, you know, basically, man, what I would like all of us to take, including myself, is just to really analyze ourselves, man. You know, individually, like really start to separate ourselves totally from this oppressor. you know, in every form and fashion. Even if it means you might have to go off on your own, you know, you might have to just kind of fast, if you will, fast with the way you think and talk and move and maybe maybe take a, uh, what do they call it, another hiatus. What's the word they take when you, you go off on your own for a little bit and you kind of get away from everything and you come back? You know, well, you might have to do it's that. A sabbatical. You know, a sabbatical, yes. You know, I, I'm, I'm driving through the uh, mid-America. I'm out here in the middle of the desert. And earlier today it was 104 degrees. And I, we were talking, I was saying, like, you know, there was a time when, male and female, would walk through the desert to the top of some of these mountains and stay up there three, four, five days and fast and, and come to terms with themselves and see visions and come back and, you know, be, relate the vision or whatever the case may be. We all need to do that. We need to reanalyze ourselves, reexamine ourselves, and make a vow, make a real serious vow, y'all, family out there, all of us, make a vow to strip away this European from our bloodstream. It has
1: to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, and and you know I think that like we all said, and so I'm going and throw in that part too, man, and 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 keep it going. Is that we know where all of it stems from, and we know where to stem. You know, we know what, since we know what the source of that is, it doesn't exclude us from being affected by it. You know, and it's okay. We have to be realistic about that. Listen, it doesn't, we're bombarded by it. We're bombarded by a Eurocentric way of living. You know what I'm saying? Way of being, way of something. So, I mean, they've even taught us through religion and education to begin to try to think and process like Europeans. You know, And they taught us to live unnaturally, and we're feeling the effects of that. Uh, but I think that we have to know that it's just that, that the black woman is not our enemy. The black man, black woman is not your enemy, that we don't possess the wherewithal, the power, the resources, the tools to oppress one another to the degree that we're uh, behaving towards one another or to lump one another in that category. I can't say, you know, like when she say, you men, you know, I'd prefer if you have a problem with me or if you're going to put me in a man's category, it'd be a black man category, a general category of maybe what you see that generally affects black men and that you be open enough to let me explain why, without already going into the, no, because niggas got excuses. All you niggas got excuses. Without going into all of that, please allow me In this particular instance, my individualism. I don't ask for it any other time because I am a communal person, but in this one, you know, here's where my faith does kick in. Uh, You know, and this wise man from Arabia named Muhammad, peace be upon him, said that the only time that I should be uh, in your vocabulary is when you say, uh, I apologize, or what, you know, an intention you may, I intend. Some, you know, right, right. stating a thing. So I said all that to say sure. that I would ask the one to allow me my individualism in offering an explanation, not an excuse, an explanation, and maybe why. I feel the way that I feel. Maybe why, you know, I didn't take that particular job. Allow me to, you know, explain my definition of manhood and where you feel like maybe I should have taken it to get by. Maybe I just couldn't wash that car. You know, it it, it it So we have to really look at our problems and stop allowing, like you said earlier, Shaka. Oh, and then I'm gonna go to the phone line so we'll get up here. Like you said yeah. earlier, Shaka, allowing other people to tell us how to be mad, who to be mad with, and how mad exactly how mad we should be. Let's go to this phone line again since we still have a couple minutes. You down?
3: All right, yeah. Bring them on.
1: Yeah. Area code three one four forty seven seventy nine. Your mic's open.
3: That's me. Hey, my sister's back. What is the
1: three and four? I was like, oh, I know what that is. Well, no, listen, that's, it, that's right on time. I
3: thought That's a little,
1: right yeah, I, that's I, I on time because we I got
0: kicked off. Okay,
1: okay yeah, you... that's because you were dropping out. <laughs> but that's right on time because <laughs> we did. You know, everybody did that wrap up, and it was your show, so we last ten minutes. Oh,
2: okay. Well, hey, um, so. While I was out, did you all do any announcements? Cause I, you know, no, we always like no, to we stop didn't. and.
3: We did great, man. Yeah, like Look stop at that. And I'm glad. And you know, that's what we need to see.
2: Talk about any anything going on in your communities. Um, anything that we should know, that's happening, that's positive, that's relevant to our struggle. that, you know, that's gonna help us get a leg up on this whole situation out here you know, this is this is the time we like to do that. Um, I wanna take right. a moment and announce something that's big here because it's been in the works for a minute, but the Ahura movement and um and their many initiatives, under their many initiatives, has put out a a newsletter in Saint Louis called Black Saint Louis Speaks. Um and it is the Movement for Black Economic and Political Power. And basically, it talks about all of the things that's going on in the area that, you know, for the most part, if, if, if it's for the economic improvement of black people, doesn't matter, you know, where it's coming from, who it is, we're putting it out, you know. And right now, this is the first edition uh, we have the, the, the very first print, and it's something like, I think it was twelve thousand or twenty thousand. I don't know how many copies it was, but they're out doing outreach right now. Their outreach teams out putting the newsletter out so that the people can see all of these things and understand that they can, you know, they can join in this work. Um, and it's, this particular issue is talking about the Black Power Blueprint, you know, our own plan for our own power. So it's very important, again, for us to see that see that push and for it to get out there in mass. If you're interested in getting in some outreach, uh, you can contact me on Facebook at Makeda Aitonek, and um, I can put you in touch with just the person that's looking to build teams for outreach and get this newsletter out so that the people understand that they have a role in playing, you know, uh, building, helping build economic power, for the black community, and the many institutions and the things that, is, that are coming up in St. Louis. So I just wanted to put that out there. Hooray, hooray, hooray. I'm happy. Um, I was exactly. really excited to do that. And, um, yeah, so anybody
3: else got anything? Yeah, I, I want to announce the, the official reopening of the People's Survival Program uh, in the New York area, Woo-hoo! the greater the north area, you know, back on the deck, uh, providing food, clothes and shelter, education, and uh, basically black community organizing. And on the right. southern tip of it, I want to uh, announce a program that I am starting on behalf of the People's our Program called Gorilla Prep, G-O-R-E-A-L-A Prep, Gorilla Prep. And basically what it is is, uh, you know, I'm really big on disaster preparedness and making sure our people know what to do in case of emergency, but I'm also introducing the aspect of off-grid alternative living. For those of us we are talking about separating and pulling ourselves away, well, this is what this is about. You know, um, it'll be, it's on, uh, you can go to Instagram, Gorilla Prep Insta, Instagram, and you can go to YouTube. We have a channel now, Gorilla Prep YouTube, where I will be bringing you information about that alternative lifestyle from all aspects of it, about disaster preparedness. And I'm a firm believer that we don't have to wait until something happens, we can start doing things now to do, you know, to get that together. And we will be covering a new topic, which is urban sustainability, how you can do certain things right in your homes, right in your apartments, right now, where you can start to take some of this capitalist dollar out of the capitalist hands and put it back into our hands. So I want to announce those things, and, you know, that's what's up. Okay, and, brother, I
2: need you to, because I know you did something extra extra fancy with it, I need you to spell Gorilla Prep.
3: (laughs) Okay, Gorilla Prep is G-O-R-E-A-L-A Prep. So it's Gorilla Prep. So if you're going on Instagram, it's G-O-R-E-A-L, right? Gorilla underscore prep, P-R-E-P.
2: All right. All right. I'm proud of you. I'm I'm glad. I know you've been talking about that for a long time and I'm so, um, I'm so glad to see that coming back because we really do need to understand how to move, especially in these times, you know, these, these COVID times and as things get more and more lean, I don't know if everybody else is watching the writing on the walls yeah. and, and you know, the writing actually yeah. disappearing from the walls because, they're, you know, even the even the capitalist structure is suffering in this, yeah. you know, in this so-called pandemic or plandemic or whatever the hell it is. Um, <laughs> they're suffering. They're suffering as well, and you know, this is their fault to take, not ours. So we have to figure exactly. out how to survive America. We got to figure out how to survive this, right, right. you know, um, fall of this America capitalism and right the 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 death of capitalism. Um,
3: exactly. So yeah, I'm
2: really I'm really glad to see you taking that on and and representing that. Um, yeah. So is there anything, yeah, else, that, anything else that we anything might
3: different? have? Uh nah. did this call drop. We would be playing we'll be playing okay, drop Okay, well. We keep it rocking. Okay, hey. Well it's
2: been a great show. I, I at least I think so, you know, it's been um, there's been insight, great insight, and I think to be able to call out the the contradiction of you know us having this sort of oppression Olympics between each other, where it you know it's it's really just made up, it's, it's bullshit. You know, we're right. we're all in this together. It's up the. I don't even remember who sang that song. It's we're all in this together. That was those were the lyrics. It's up to us. We can make it better. You know, I don't know what it's going to take to, you know, whatever degree outside of organizing. And we always talk about organization and getting organized. But um, the thing is we have to see ourselves as one, you know, on some touch one, touch all type shit for real, really driving at home. And, um, you know, I appreciate everybody who took the time to, you know, tune in, listen, check us out, you know. Um Definitely. Love and y'all. Love y'all. The ones who stepped up. I know that you know, I know there's still people out there listening who haven't right. quite chimed in, but always as as always understand that this is your platform to uh speak on as well. And we want you to exactly. take take part in this conversation. We want you at, we want you to take part in the discussions that we're having here because Solution has to come out of it. Solution has to come out of it. We right. can't, you know, just get folks worked up, you know, without right, having right. some type of solution and actually thinking about how it is we're going to survive the situations that we we deal okay. with every day. Um, so that being said, you know, again, I just want to thank everybody. I want to say Wukusu and Uhuru, Uhuru meaning Uhuru. freedom.
3: Freedom. That's right. Uhuru Nasasa, freedom now. Right, right now. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I want to say,
2: you know, Uhuru, Rukusu, you all have a great week until we see you again, until we hear from you again. um, Peace, black power, you know, and I I really hope that in the meanwhile we're being productive, very productive, and seeking solutions. Right.
3: Yep. Take these remember, conversations man. we have, y'all Even if you didn't talk on our radio show Make sure you talk amongst yourselves Continue this discussion amongst yourselves With your family, with your loved ones That's what this is about We're giving you subjects Maybe you don't want to speak tonight But speak during the rest of the week You know, We love you, y'all, keep it up mm-hmm. Free the land, free all political prisoners Oh my god, big shout out Jalil Muta King has a release date Our warrior is coming home, man, oh, man. I don't know how I let that get by Jalil Mutakeem, oh, wow. you know, political prisoner, has been down for man years, forty some years. He has just got a release date. He is home. Evidence, evidence that if we as a people stay consistent, we can shift things in our favor.
2: Absolutely.
3: You know? So, you we'll know, all part of people on that man, Black Power. You know, and I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm just, I'm happy on that. There's a full moon tonight. Make sure y'all you <laughs> send your intent, your, your intents out to the universe.
1: That's right Right. right. I definitely, cool. And for you brothers on the spiritual thing And know about the divine Brothers definitely duck Wear your helmets on the full moon With this divine from the energy flying around With that going on uh, I'll say Wakusa cool cool One
0: time Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl, and one crib, one God to show me how to do things is sunday. Pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151, hey. one sip will make a nigga flip. Writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence, who so I'm going body, this hood politics acknowledge it. leave bodies chopped up in garbage. seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us, police watch us, roll up and try knocking us, one I duck, could it be? My time is up with my love I got up. The cop shot again. Bust stop glass burst. A fiend drops a tiny kid Ricochet in between the spots that I'm hiding in. blacking out, I shoot back, fuck getting hit. This is my hood, I'ma rap. To the death of it, to everybody. Come on, little niggas is grown. look rest, don't emboss your boon. More warriors soon, sent from the stars, sun and the moon And it's like the police chaser, street sweepers and coppers, sick of kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors If you really think you're ready to die, when nines out, this is what knives about, nigga, the time is now yeah,